Critical XM patch gets delayed for more than a year. A new major bug hits Progress Software customers. The Greek government sabotages its own spyware investigation. And security firm IronNet ceases all operations. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catalan Campanu and read by me, Caitlin Sorry. Today is October 2nd, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Proofpoint. Millions of XM email servers are vulnerable to a critical remote code execution vulnerability that is yet to receive a patch. The bug is one of six vulnerabilities that were disclosed by the Zero Day Initiative to the XM project in June of last year. The XM team says communications delays and a lack of in-depth details has prevented its engineers from releasing a fix. Exum says it is testing a patch for three of the six vulnerabilities, but claims it doesn't have enough details about the bugs to know if the patch will fully resolve them. The company behind the Moveit file sharing server has patched another set of critical vulnerabilities in another file transfer application named the WSFTP server. Eight bugs received patches, including two with severity ratings of 10 and 9.9. According to security experts, exploitation is trivial and requires one single network request. There are currently more than 550 WSFTP servers connected to the internet, according to Shodan. The U.S. National Security Agency has announced the creation of an AI security center under the Department of Defense. The center will study and adopt AI technologies for national security and the defense industrial base and work with the intelligence community, the DOD, national research labs and the U.S. private sector. The move comes after reports that China is exploring the use of AI for military weapons. The Greek government has sabotaged an independent commission meant to investigate the country's use of the predator spyware. The Mitsotakis government replaced all members of the ADAE Commission hours before they were set to find the EYP intelligence service for using spyware against civilian and political targets. The EYP was supposed to receive a €100,000 fine. The move didn't go unnoticed and was publicly criticised by the EU's PEGA Spyware Abuse Commission. The recently released iOS 17 operating system contains a new feature that will keep old screen lock codes alive for 72 hours after they've been changed. Apple says the feature is meant to allow users to access their iPhones in case they forget their new passcodes. Users can force old passcodes to expire immediately via an option in the phone's Face ID and Passcode section. A member of the infamous Shiny Hunters hacking group has pleaded guilty in a U.S. court to hacking-related charges. Sebastian Raoul was one of three Shiny Hunters hackers who breached companies all over the world and sold their data on underground forums. The 22-year-old Frenchman created phishing pages to compromise employee accounts and gain access to cloud resources. U.S. officials charged the trio in June 2021. Raoul was arrested in Morocco last year and extradited to the U.S. in January. Rayol used the hacker name of Cesio Kaizen. His two accomplices are still at large. They are Gabriel Bildstein, known as Gnostic Players, and Abdel Hakim El Amadi, also known as Jordan Queso. Indian authorities have dismantled a network of eight call centres in the city of Guwahati that conducted tech support scams. Authorities detained 250 workers, including three suspects, believed to be the call centre's administrators. Officials say the three were part of an international gang with a presence all over India. Guwahati police say the call centres operated at night and used pop-up ads to trick people into calling for tech support. Callers were misled into installing malware on their systems and then tricked into making payments via Bitcoin or gift vouchers. 
The FBI is seeing an increase in a new scam called Phantom Hacker that is targeting the elderly. The scam relies on calling victims while posing as bank representatives, telling users they've been hacked and convincing them to move funds to a new account, typically under the scammer's control. The FBI says a recent variation of the scam involves three different scammers calling the victim, posing as representatives for banks, tech firms and the government, in order to reinforce the need to move funds. North Korean cyber espionage group Lazarus has compromised the network of a Spanish aerospace company by tricking an employee into running malware on a work computer. Security firm ESET says the attack was successful after Lazarus members posed as recruiters for Facebook's parent company Meta and asked the victim to solve two coding challenges that were laced with malware. The hack took place earlier this year and infected the company with a stealthy new backdoor named Lightless Can. ESET says the attack was part of a long-running Lazarus operation named Dream Job, where Lazarus members pose as recruiters on LinkedIn. Google's Mandian division is seeing threat actors targeting a more diverse set of products than they did before. Mandiant says that over the past two years, Microsoft, Google and Apple accounted for less than 50% of targeted vulnerabilities. This marked the first time since Mandiant began tracking exploit attempts that products from the big three were targeted less than products from other vendors. The top vendors outside the big three were Apache, VMware, Zoho and SonicWall. Security firm Certitude has identified a weakness in Cloudflare's platform that allows threat actors to bypass security features. The weakness is that Cloudflare automatically trusts any traffic originating from its own platform. Certitude says threat actors can host attack infrastructure on the platform and successfully target other customers, bypassing firewalls, bot protections and other security protections. The company reported the issues to Cloudflare, but the report was closed without a fix. Cybersecurity firm IronNet has ceased all operations across all subsidiaries after the company ran out of money. In an SEC filing, the company says it plans to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings. The news comes after the company furloughed the vast majority of its workers at the start of September. The company was founded by former NSA director Keith Alexander. Cyber risk management company Darkbeam has leaked more than 3.8 billion records after it left an Elasticsearch server unprotected on the internet. The database contained information from older breaches that Darkbeam was using to send security alerts to customers. While the leaked data had already been made public via several smaller breaches, the Darkbeam leak has made it easier to download everything in one go. Darkbeam fixed the leaky servers as soon as it was notified. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Proofpoint. Find them at proofpoint.com.